Welcome to Your Next Best Step, where we're all about helping you to create more connection, discover your distinction, and build a thriving business without adding more stress, time, and hustle to your day. Building a business can sometimes feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill. So if you're ready to do the hard work and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. And now, your host, Teresa Cantley. Hey there and welcome. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley, and I'm so glad that you're here with my new podcast, Your Next Best Step, which is all about business and leadership and mindset stuff and inspiration and everything that you need to be a better leader to run your business better so that you can grow it and you can increase revenue and increase your profitability, but also create more freedom and space in your day. I mean, if you think about it, what's the point of creating a business if you're just going to add more stress, more anxiety, more work into your day? I mean, that's, we, we start a business because we want to create more, we want to do something that we love, that we're super passionate about. Um, but at the same time, we also want to be able to be our own boss, make our own schedule and create some additional space and time in our day so that we can spend time with the people that we love doing what we love. So today I thought, what would be like, what would be a great thing to talk about this time of year, it is December. At the time of this recording, it's December of 2018, December 19th to be exact. And I've been doing a lot of reflecting on this past year. It's an exercise that I take all of my clients through, uh, my one-on-one clients, my group coaching clients. I talk to my friends about it, but it's something I've done for a really long time. And a lot of business owners don't really take the time to reflect on what happened this past year. The the lessons learned, the the things that didn't go right, the things that did go right, the things that were awesome. A lot of times we just want to just jump right into, okay, what are we doing next? Um, And it's something, reflecting back on the previous year is something that I learned to do. Um, I learned to do it for myself when I was still in corporate America as a director of marketing. But once I left and became an entrepreneur, um, I mean, even when I started my business 10 years ago, uh, when I started my retail store with my business partner, just taking time to reflect on some of the lessons that we've learned. Um, the things that, like I said, the things that didn't go right, but also the things that went amazing and really taking time, whether you have a team or you're a solopreneur and you're doing this, um, it's just you and your business, taking some time to reflect on these things. Because what happens is when we do take time to reflect so much, so many ideas and so much stuff that we may have missed can come in. So many ideas for creative things that we do want to do in the following year um, can really like open up. It gives us space to have those ideas just come flowing in. Um, and we can learn from those things. We can learn from the things that didn't go so well, but we can also learn from the things that were amazing. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about the lessons that I learned in 2018, and there were lots of them. There were lots of things that happened, things I needed to let go of, things that I needed to change in my business. And believe me, your business, if you're just starting out, your business is not going to look the same 
today as it will in six months, a year, even three months. So there were a lot of things that I learned this year that are helping me to grow even more in the next year. Things that I didn't realize, because when I first started my business, uh, even when I first started my, my first business back in 2009, things I'm a different person. Things look different. My understanding of business and what works, what doesn't work, uh, through all the trial and error and mistakes and disappointments and perceived failures and things that you know that I had to learn along the way, I look different as a business owner than I did today than I did back in 2009. But this year was definitely a growth year. It was definitely a year filled with lesson and really understanding what it means to not look as a, at a failure as a, as a failure, but to look at it, to really look for the lesson in that experience. So I wanted to share with you three lessons that I learned in 2018, and maybe you can relate to them. I've talked to a lot of people, in a, and this was definitely a growth year. It was definitely a transformation year, and it was definitely a year that was a big, giant beta test for a lot of people to test out new ideas, to test out new things that they were learning, but even to test out their new self, the the person that they're becoming, the business owner that they're becoming. So I wanted to share with you three lessons that I've learned. Um, the first one is do what you love and stay in your strengths. And this was a big one for me. When I first started my business, this business, my uh, business strategy, business and marketing strategy business, I would say yes to absolutely anything and everything. My experience in corporate America and my whole career, I've learned how to do many, many, many different things in marketing and branding and, and organizational development and leadership development. And I was kind of for the longest time all over the place and really doing anything and everything for people and saying yes to anything and everything. And one of the big lessons that I learned this year was to really focus on the things that I love to do. Because what was happening for for several years is I would do all of these, <clears throat> I would be all over the place and I wasn't focused on my strengths and I would end up doing a lot of things that I didn't, even though I knew how to do them, I didn't really love to do them. They weren't, it wasn't something that that I, that really filled my soul um, with happiness and joy and, you know, was a passion of mine. But I did it because I knew how to do it and I knew someone needed my help. So really focusing on doing what I love and staying in my strengths was a big thing for me this year, as well as really looking at some of the work that I was doing and the work that and the people that I was working with, people who didn't really want to step up into a leadership role and really take ownership and responsibility of their business. And I had to make some hard decisions as far as the work that I was doing for them and the relationship that I had with them and what, you know, what was working and what wasn't working and really stepping into having a lot of difficult decisions, um, which isn't the best, the funnest thing to do. But um, having those difficult decisions really got me even clearer on 
what my purpose is and the things that I really love to do, as well as opening up space to help more people who really need my help and who wanted to, who really want to learn how to do these things and learn how to take their business to the next level. Um, And that was something that I really needed to learn this year because for so long I knew I wanted to help people and I knew I could help people and I knew I could help people build their business. But really focusing in and staying in my strengths um, really helped me to get clear on my purpose as well as really helped me to grow my business and reach more people. The second lesson that I learned, which kind of goes along with that, is to really trust yourself to really trust myself because I know what's best for me. I don't need validation from anybody else out there. I know what's best for me. I know that the insights that I have and the experiences that I've had have all happened for a reason and I know that they can I can take all of those things and and really use those to help other people, to help other businesses. So really learning how to trust myself. And so often we get, as entrepreneurs, we get kind of stuck in this land of learning. And I think for the longest time, many years ago, I was stuck in that land of learning. And I was one of those people that wasn't just, because there are people out there, they get stuck in this land of learning where all they're doing is learning, 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 but not executing. And I am one of those people who learning, 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 executing, executing, executing. But the piece that was missing is that I needed to trust myself and really stay true to the vision that I had for my business. And not just because this person says this, or this person says this, or this person says this, that I need to follow what everybody was saying because I was getting myself confused So I needed to take all of the things that I was learning and what my mentors were telling me and really put it all together. And the decision of how to move forward is my decision. And just using what I was learning to make the right decisions for my business. So really learning how to trust myself um, and just really understand that I have all all I need inside myself I always have. It doesn't, it's not a new strategy or a new tactic. I have everything that I need. I just need to trust myself and just move forward with it. Which, as a thought leader, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we just, we kind of think that we need, oh, we need, we need to learn something else, or we need to do something else, or we need to find a different solution, or we need to create another solution, or we need to, you know, find the hole in the market or whatever. And we get so lost in that. And what we need to do is just trust ourselves and come back to, you have everything that you need. You just need to get it out there and believe. So the third lesson that I learned is we just need to just keep keep showing up even when we can't control what's happening. We can't control the outcome. And as type A personalities and, and you know, business owners, uh, creatives, and we always want to be able to, we put so much work and effort and time and passion into what we're doing. And we want to control the outcome of what happens. And 
what we realize or what we find out when we do things afraid and we put stuff out there, we have no control over the outcome. But the best thing that we can do and the thing that I learned the most is you just need to just keep showing up. You need to just keep showing up and keep creating and keep leading and keep keep going even though you have no control over what the outcome is going to be. To really believe in what you're doing and create things, not just for the sake of creating, but create things that matter. Create things that will help people to learn something new, to help them shift their perspective, to do something that is going to make a difference in this world, to do something that can help other people to do what they're passionate about. And one of the things that I learned to do this year is ask myself a lot of better questions. I mean, every day I would get up and say, what can I create that what can I create that will make a difference in the lives of my customers? What can I create or what can I put out there that can get the insights that I have based on all the experiences that I've been through that can maybe help someone who's struggling with the same thing? And a lot of times, you know, when things aren't going right and yeah, we can't control the outcome. So when things don't go right, we get frustrated and we feel like a failure and we feel like we're not doing anything. And a lot of times people want to just give up, but you can't, you have to keep showing up every day. You have to keep writing your blog posts. I've been writing blog posts. uh, Well, first of all, I've been doing search engine optimization for over 20 years and I always knew the importance of it and what you needed to do with it and the importance of writing and the importance of getting, you know, your creative genius out there. Um, But it takes time. It takes time till something sticks and moves forward and, and people, you know, find it and it can get frustrating. And I know a lot of people that I've worked with want to give up because it's not instantaneous, but the more you can just keep showing up and keep putting yourself out there and keep writing and keep creating, keep fighting for your dream, guess what? It will, it will work. It will happen. And that content that you're creating will live on way past you know, the date that you created. So we just need to keep controlling or keep showing up even when we can't control the outcome. And true leadership is really looking at failure, not as failure, but as lessons that you need to learn. So when we, so the fact that we don't have control over outcomes, how we show up in that moment and the fact that we keep showing up, you know, and keep looking for the lessons, keep asking ourselves better questions is going to help us to move forward and help us to find the answers that we're looking for or to create that space for that creativity to come in so that we can create something better and keep creating something better. So those are the lessons that I've learned. I mean, there's so many more, but I think those were the big lessons, the three big lessons that I learned in 2018. So what am I doing for 2019? Well, the biggest thing is I'm dreaming big. I'm taking all of the reflections back of what I've learned in 2018, taking all of those things and saying, okay, what are the big things here that can help me plan for 2019? And the biggest thing that I do is dream big. I actually start and think, okay, what would a successful 2019 look like? 
What would it feel like? What would I do differently? What would I let go of? All based on my reflection of 2018. And then from there, you know, it's that old, it's the Stephen Covey, like start with the end result in mind, like start with the end in mind. Start at the end. Where do you want to be? What successes do you want to have? How would it feel? Stand there. And then what I do is I just start brainstorming everything out, everything that I want to do in the new year, everything I want to create. And then from there, I can pick the top things that I want to work on and really what would make my vision happen. And a lot of people will set, um, and we used to do this when I was in the corporate world, we used to only set revenue goals. Well, I mean, yeah, that is a part of it. But the other thing that I do is I say, what would my impact goal be? How many people do I want to impact and what impact do I want to create? So that's something that I end up looking at even more than just solely looking at numbers. I mean, the numbers are great and you have to understand where you are and you have to know your numbers because, you know, as one of my mentors says, the more money you make, the more people you can help, the bigger impact you can have. But I also want to look at the number of people and the impact that I want to create because to me, that connects more to who I am just as a person. Um, I am super passionate about helping people. I always have been. So staying connected to the impact that I want to make, which has to do with the amount of people and lives that I want to touch. Um, that for me is something that I start with. And then I, some people just solely look at their annual goals. I actually like to break them down into 90 day increments. It's something that I've done for years. It's something that I learned how to do um, years and years ago from one of my first mentors, Shalene Johnson. Um, and it was the thing that really changed my life. Way back when, I learned how to, way back when, <laughs> uh, I learned how to set 90 day goals and how to break them into actionable pieces. So, I start by dreaming big. I start by dreaming into everything that I want to do, what a, a successful year would look like, and everything that I want to do. And I pick the main things that I want to accomplish, the biggest things that I want to accomplish that really push me out of my comfort zone and scare the crap out of me. I pick those. And then I look and say, okay, what can I do in 90 days? What goals can I set for myself for 90 days that, that will move me towards achieving those things that I want to achieve for a year. And I learned how to do this back in, I think I started to do it back in 2000 and it was probably 2009 when I first started my business, maybe 2010. But when it really got real learning how to do it was when after I had a brain injury um, and I, I learned how to create systems and learn how to set goals just to get myself back and running and, you know, feeling normal again. But what that did was it catapulted me from having my first business, my retail store, and saying to myself, okay, I want to set 90-day goals so that I can get out of my corporate job and just do my business, you know, solely. And learning how to set these 90-day goals, dreaming into the grander vision and what I wanted to accomplish for a year, and learning how to break those into 90-day pieces and then into actionable chunks that I could do absolutely every single day, that was a game changer for me, a giant game changer. But what it starts with is it starts with, what do you want to accomplish next year? 
what would a successful year look like? What would it feel like? What would you accomplish? What would you create? What would you start that you've never started before, that you've always wanted to start? Dream into it. And not enough people dream into, they, they, they have these dreams and they say, oh, I can never do it. I can never accomplish it. I don't have enough time or I'm still working full time. I can't start that business or we can't do it based on what our current business looks like. So I don't like to plan based on my current circumstance because I would never move forward from that. I like to plan on what's possible. I like to dream in to what's possible for the new year. And start to break it into increments, 90-day increments. And then those 90-day increments get broken into month goals, weekly goals, but also planning out my day. So I take all of the lessons that I've learned from the previous year. So all of the things that I've learned from 2018. And the things that I learned in 2018 were pretty big. Um, I didn't realize I still was carrying around some limiting beliefs that I had from before. I thought I had let them go, but I didn't. Um, but also really getting clear on, you know, my purpose, even clearer than I was before. And getting clearer on the the difference that I want to make and the vision that I have for my business. And every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And my goal what I've discovered along the way in all the lessons that I learned in 2018 was really teaching business owners how to stop managing their business and how to start leading it, how to become a visionary leader with a compelling vision and a strategy that can move them forward so that they can have the results, they can achieve the results that they've always wanted to achieve to grow their business, but not just from focusing on their current circumstances with their current products and their current things, but to really dream into and get inspired of things that they can bring into their business, new things that they can bring in that really fit what their ultimate vision is. So I start there. I start from the lessons learned from the previous year and really dream into what I want to accomplish for the next year. And like I said, that 90, the 90-day 90 goals that I learned how to set and my process for setting them, that has been a giant game changer in my business and breaking them into actionable pieces, knowing what to focus on first, what's priority. And from the lessons that I learned in 2018, the things that I've discussed in this episode so far, that has helped me to even clearly, even more clearly define what is priority, what I need to work on first, and what focused action I can take to achieve the impact that I want to achieve in this world, and to help as many people as I possibly can help to understand that they too can create a business that they love, and they can do it without adding more stress into their life. So I hope this episode helped you. If you're in the process of creating your plan for the next year. I hope these steps have really have helped you to be able to move forward and to really, you know, find those lessons and not not look at things as failures, but find the lessons so that you can move yourself forward. Whether you're starting a business or you have a business and you've been kind of stuck um, with what to do next, 
I hope this episode helped you. So until the next time, I will be showing up here every week on a Monday, ready to go with some great information that you can use. So if you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button um, and subscribe to my podcast. I would love for you to do so. And I would love even more if you, if you could leave me a review. Let me know how you like it because I will be reading all of those reviews so that I can create better content and better information for you um, based on all of the experiences that I've had. So I hope you liked this flagship episode. And like I said, there's going to be more awesomeness to come. So make sure you subscribe that you get so you get notifications when new episodes are ready to go every week. So until the next time, keep shining your light, find your distinction in your marketplace, and learn how to be a visionary. So I will see you soon. Take care, be well, until the next time.